Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. And now, Three Witches and a Druid Podcast present Shenka.
sitting on the sidewalk with your head in your hand. Too old to be a boy, too tired to be a man. Get up off your ass, it's time to make a stand. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Time is going to come when you'll be given what you get. If you want to learn to gamble, then you've got to learn to bet. If the camera's ready, get the spool up on the set. Lights, camera, and action. You're running out of alibis, you're running out of time. Lock them out to someone. When you give yourself time, time is done for winning. It is just beginning. What they call when it just is. Everybody, and welcome back to Three Witches and a Druid, where we sit around talking about our modern lives and our opinions and our experiences living as modern pagans. And yes, the last few episodes we haven't talked about our beverages because we've no. actually had non alcoholic beverages. Right. Well, it's recording in the morning, That's but it's 12 o'clock somewhere. That's true. Uh, but we, yeah, we're <laughs> drinking Espresso 46 Ethiopian blend coffee. Uh, Frederico is the god of coffee. He's amazing. This it, is my favorite coffee. It is very tasty. It yeah. is. And I normally take a lot of cream, like milk and coffee generally doesn't cut it for me. This is lovely. Yeah. I could drink, I drink I, this black. Yeah. This Most of the time nice. I need a sweetener, but yeah. this is fine. Anyway, and, and, and Maeve is here drinking kitty water. Yes. yes. Kitty water. Sharing it with the cat. Yes. <laughs> I am Margo. And I am Maeve. Gwen. And I'm Brian. So today's topic, we are going to discuss what we call dollar store paganism. Just the idea that paganism does not need to be expensive. It can be done on the cheap and affordably. We're not referring to just like buying stuff at the dollar store. We're going to talk about a variety of ways to get tools or things that you need. And even the idea that you don't need anything. Again, another little mystery story. I would have folks come in and, you know, want to buy a chalice and a pentacle and anathema and would be like frantic almost trying to find the perfect items. And I would, you know, let them know. I would be more than happy to sell you everything. That is my job after all. But if you don't find a chalice or an athame that resonates with you, don't feel you're forced to buy something. You don't have to get it all at once. You might find something at a yard sale or a garage sale. Yeah. You just never know where these tools are going to show up from. Go to your cupboard and pick out your favorite wine glass or even your favorite mug. 
Yeah. Really, I, I do teach that, yes, all these things are lovely, but you don't even need to have them. No. Necessarily. There's nothing you can't do. You know, athames are nice, wands are nice, but it's not, I mean, you've got to have the energy in your hand to yeah. put through there in the first place. That's the most important thing. One of my favorite things to do is go thrifting and look for treasures. So I love going to Value Village and looking for things that can work as a chalice mm-hmm. or a bell and such. I have this terrible story where I once bought this chalice and bell online and I thought the bell was going to be really big and the chalice was going to be small and that's what I was looking for for and it came out the opposite the chalice was this massive gold cup thing it looks like you win at a, at a race and then the bell was a super tiny little bell <laughs> and so and when we ring the bell at ritual because it's in our ritual case karen always makes fun of me because it's like ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. yeah and i wanted like this big honking bell <laughs> you want the old school bell well, but you need a cowbell well, you need I, a cowbell I, I have well and that's what i'd love i'd love to have a cowbell but we have a big school bell now but it had this little dinky one for a long time <laughs> <laughs> That's something I don't actually even have in my... A bell? Altar gear is a bell. Do you I know, know... I get to go shopping. If you <laughs> went to, you know, a thrift store somewhere, years ago, grandma's always had a little bell with, you know, china bell with a little, There's, yes, you know, little pattern on it or match their china or whatever. You find bells all the time, so keep your eye open yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I have a nice brass bell. That, that was a gift. You know what? Nice bell. I lie. We don't. It's not a bell in our thing anymore. It's a big triangle. Ah, like one of those dinner yeah. triangles. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So the idea is that your ritual tools don't need to be expensive. I personally have a caveat. We were discussing this before we started recording. That I am a strong believer that things don't need to be expensive. You have to understand where your tools are coming from. So I'm a big supporter of purchasing pre-used things from Value Village, thrifting, that sort of thing. I do have a personal issue buying things online or from uh, like in a cheapo store where the product may come from China and may be a product of, say, slave labor or uh, child, labor. child labor or something, because that energy then exists in that object and you're just bringing that into your ritual. I understand what you're saying, and I get that absolutely. But if that's where you can get your candles, and that's what you can afford, at least cleanse them. Yeah. Get a little bit of incense and cleanse them first. Yeah. You say bringing that energy into your ritual, but if that's what you can do, uh, you were saying, Gwen, give it a give it a cleanse. Yeah. And whatnot. I do find that a lot of times with things represented on my altar if I can find things out in nature oh I need a wand blah you know that's made of this and this metal and material and no just go find yourself a stick in the woods yeah I've got a whole whack of cuttings from Loretta's Wisteria yes out on my deck Mm. that would make either perfect wands or wonderful broomstick handles or something Mm -hmm. so we need to come up with a craft sometime. <laughs> Sorry, Rhonda. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Rhonda. Well, it sounds like you have a really great workshop for the festival this summer. Oh, man. Well, here's, here's an interesting idea with that. People saying crafting workshops and whatever. Even if you wanted to make a broom, but you're like, oh, I don't know how to weave all those other sticks in. You know what? You could have the, the stick 
you know, the wisteria part yeah. of it. And just go outside and pick yourself a fern or some grass or a couple of leaves or something and tie it on each time you needed to do it freshly for that's your ritual. Awesome. That's a, that's a good idea because well. a lot of us, I'm looking, I've got one from Sky years ago from my mother and it was all intricately what the, yeah. this, I'm like, oh, I can't do that. But, but there's also YouTube. YouTube teaching you how to, you know, yeah. find materials and make your own, and that would be another another route to go. Again, she's also crying. Yes, <laughs> but as much as I will go buy my candles at the dollar store, no problem at all. Or my the votives I've been using in the four direction colors I've been using for. Oh, 25 years came from the Buck store originally. Yeah. I won't lie. But I also do, I will admit, I have some, I don't even think they're around anymore. I have some plum orchard pottery. My, my chalice and my is pentacle plum, is yes. plum orchard pottery. Yeah. If you can manage it, it is nice. What's plum order, orchard pottery? Orchard, they were a potter that supplied little mysteries. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they Back. were a local potter. Local. Oh, okay. If you can manage something, especially local. Yeah, oh yeah. That, go go to your craft fair or you know if you have to save for a while, you know, if you really want that chalice, you know, find some nice pottery, save for a bit. I think something you were saying about, oh, yeah, I'll sell it to you. Don't think you have to have it all at once. Well, that's what, sort of what I a meant. Biggie. You don't yeah. have to outfit your altar all at once. You can wait until, you know, you find something you can use as anathema at a garage sale somewhere mm -hmm. or find your chalice at a thrift store and you know give everything a good cleanse yeah. because you want them to be beautiful to you. Mm -hmm. You want them to connect to you. You don't want to just go buy like the first $10 knife you see just because yeah. you have to have yeah. anathema yeah. and then really feel like it doesn't mean anything to you and, yeah. and you're not getting any energy from it or able to give any energy to yeah. it. Or if you have your eye on something that maybe is a bit expensive, you know, a chalice or whatever the case might be, just use your own wine glass until you've saved some money. Yeah. Don't string yourself out and go wildly into debt on your credit card if it's not the reasonable thing to do. And there are kitchen witches as well who do all their tools come out of their kitchen. This is my favorite knife that I use for chopping vegetables every day. This is the knife I use to do my magic as well. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. then that energy is being transferred into my everyday life as well. Yes. yes. Stuff Gwen had mentioned uh, before we started recording was trading. Yeah. It's really common in the artisan community where it's sort of a craft for a craft. You make you make deals. The, the shows shut down. The the events close and and you look around you go i really love your stuff and somebody says i really like your stuff and before you know it you've been able to trade but i know many years ago when i had a different schedule Maeve and i would trade and she would take good care of me and give me breakfast and i would give her a reiki treatment once a week and that went on for a long time a long long uh, time long and it was time. really lovely for me because I, uh, Dave would be at work. I got to, I had company for a meal that I didn't have to make, and she's a lovely cook. And you probably would not have been in a position to fork out that cash at that time no, in your life it wasn't. For, for a weekly Reiki treatment, which I totally understand. You have to respect, of course, that everybody has bills to pay, but there will be opportunities to give value for an item of value for yourself and and maybe your skills are in the kitchen maybe you can child mind for somebody 
I was a child minder or would you like me to give your bathroom a good scrub down? I've done that more than once. It's like, I'll scrub the daylights out of your bathroom. I'll get people like, I'll give you anything you want. (laughs) Scrub my bathroom, you know, and don't, don't feel if you're not a crafty or an artisan person, you don't have something to offer. Yes, exactly. Especially child minding. Yeah. Yes. Especially child minding. Why don't you and your, your, you know, friend or significant other go out to the movies and dinner for a night and I'll come sit with your kid you know and in return if you make this why don't you give me that (laughs) and and those things are hard to do on a general basis but that means you're creating intimate connections with your local community you maybe wouldn't offer that to somebody you'd never met and 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 those sorts of things but this is a way that also draws communities together these these sharing of skills and gifts yeah I have a trade with a local artisan for a broom and she needed a sign made for her craft. So we're doing that trade and the broom is stunning and I'm very excited to get it at some point. That's so awesome. I would love that. I saw those pentagrams you were making out there. You were burning up. Yep. If I thought a night or two of babysitting your kid would get me one of those, I'd yeah. be over in a minute. We, we can arrange that. I can yeah. He likes you too, so it works. Yeah. There's that sort of another aspect, which I sort of hadn't really thought about the environmental impacts of before, but I do have very fond memories of a big van load of us on going down to the valley and staying at Maeve's parents overnight before heading off to the gathering. Six of us stopping in at the dollar store and buying accoutrements for the weekend, whether it was, you know, headbands with sparkly pom-poms on them or... I still have mine when we came in our gang colors. I still have mine because I'm such a pack rat. (laughs) And decorations for the campsite. And I mean, I think that is what instigated the whole golden pine cone fanciest Mm. campsite situation Mm -hmm. but then you know sitting here talking about it thinking again I have no idea where my headband might have went so in doing that we have created landfill unfortunately so to think about what you're going to do with those items after the gathering I guess but you still have yours years and years ago I still have mine actually I have several things like that stuck in a drawer in my bedroom because on the days when I really really feel like I'd rather shoot myself than do the housework I'll put on a crown (laughs) (laughs) that's not a joke I have a crown or two that I put on and do the housework in I know there's nothing wrong with that Karen has Mickey Mouse ears that she wears (laughs) I'm pretty sure we still have our camp decorations from years past yeah yeah to get them out again yeah i'm more so a big supporter of thrifty yes uh so i like like i say i like going treasure hunting and antique stores too antique stores is a bit of a higher price yeah uh, but sometimes you can you can get a deal you can find if you find something with enough dust on it you can uh haggle a little But yeah, I'm a big fan of Value Village, Frenchies. Even as far as ritual wear goes. Yeah. Oh, I have so many Frenchie well. dresses. I mean, <laughs> I my clothing only comes from thrifting. Yeah. My budget apparently goes on shoes. And I wore one of my thrifted semi-ritual kind of dresses that I found. And again, I found it at Frenchies. It was 3 or $4. I thought even if it doesn't fit me or I don't wear it, Somebody in the community can use it. Mm-hmm. It's a gorgeous mm-hmm. 
ritual styled gown. So you can buy and find things you need. A beautiful pair of curtains can be turned into a robe easily enough, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. I meant to bring my Celtic robe this past weekend and totally Uh, forgot it. I have one. I have a beautiful robe you made. That one that you swore a lot on. That was the first one I ever made. And Your it, mom got in contact with me and asked me if I would make one. And it was, it's double-sided and it had to be done on a sideways bias or whatever it was. It was crazy. It's beautiful rope, though. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm so, very lucky. And don't think that you can't make your own things, too. No, and that that's something I was going to bring up next. Biggie. We were talking about wands. Gwen here has gifted me a large box of Dave's wand blanks. So I've been making wands. But some of my favorite wands are often branches or twigs I find. And I'm able to warp and shape into a wand. Like I have a, a piece of apple tree on our altar. And that's my favorite wand. And everyone's like, it's just a stick. I'm like, it's a stick I spent a lot of time on. Yeah, yes. it's made exactly. of it. And it's from an apple and tree. It's from our apple tree. Again, sort so. of what makes something your tool. It, to somebody else, it is just a stick. Yeah. To somebody else, it's just a knife. To somebody else, it's just a wine glass. But to me, this is my magical item. Yeah. yeah. And that's what makes it important. And that's what makes it powerful. So something in Druidry, we use, instead of using athames, we have sickle. And I've collected sickles from antique shops and mm. restored them. So we have a sickle that gets passed on from senior druid to senior druid, and that's the senior druid sickle. But I have my own personal sickle too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big and looks intimidating, but I don't think it's very sharp. <laughs> I'm not gonna test that. That's yeah, like was that a grim reaper? Grim- join the uh, group just for the tools. Sickle, you get to drink mead and burn shit. Well, yeah, that's a great religion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's burning right now. But burn shit, I do every yeah. listen. Everyone loves burn shit for me, and I've seen it in other people. So you know, mileage may vary. But my entry into the craft involved that experience of reading a few books. Like this is the this is the me coming from a homesteading. I, I read mythology and history, and I had my one civil week book, and then I came to the city. And here was Little Mysteries, and I had access to all this Llewellyn stuff, right? Yes. And, and then, and then I got into the better stuff. But you know, I got into this beginner Llewellyn type stuff. was a perfect it stepping was, stone. It was for the everybody. It was the entryway drug, yeah. wasn't it? And I did. I wanted to buy. I felt like I needed everything. So then I watched this evolution of as I went. Then I kind of went hardcore the other way and I went maybe a year or two where I was like, no, it's it's in me, that energetic, that magical experience is in me. You don't need any shit. It's all supposed to be in my brain. And of course, that's a lot of ego and everything else because why do you not want beautiful things around you anyway? And so I did almost no tools in my personal expression of faith. Maybe a candle, but that's about it. And then I came back around saying, I want to surround myself with beautiful things. And if something facilitates and makes that, and that's what tools are there for, right? They're to make that experience stronger and easier, all those things. So I came back around and by this time, Dave's artistry had shifted and he was doing more faith-based work. And we were meeting a lot of people with lovely crafting and artistic abilities and made wonderful things and I was being a lot more um, judicious 
and now I have these things that I love, but I am finding that my practice has changed again. And I want to be really embedded in this Nova Scotia environment that we live in. Mm -hmm. And so I am doing that. This herb from my garden, this wood from here, this stone. I'm working instead of working with these maybe beautiful Brazilian amethysts. Mm. I'm working from that amethyst of lesser quality that I found, you know, in Scottsbluff. Or I'm working with the gravel in my actual driveway sort of thing because of for its properties because I want my experience to be more embodied so I think also none of this is a lifetime commitment your practice will change Mm -hmm. yes I find that too and this is something I didn't come to till much later I didn't pay much attention to it but here in uh, Halifax Nova Scotia we're very much sitting on a gigantic we're basically sitting on a slab of granite oh yeah mm-hmm. Halifax is and surrounding areas is just a giant slab of granite with some soil on top what are the properties of granite mm-hmm. yeah. how can you bring that into your life and into your your practice and, and a lot of that I do know that it also happens here more frequently than you think people switch the elemental correspondences because here the east is water yes and the west would be more air as you go across the prairies yeah and whatnot so people often will switch the elemental association that goes back to the conversation of your location determines a lot yes a lot of these things and i i've always been but this is another thing and i will say we've probably said it already just finding things around you in nature you can find in shells on the beach if you live near the water. You can find particular rocks or leaves or, you know, just anything that's around. You never know what you might find. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a piece off of a tree or a piece of stick shaped like a skull <laughs> sitting in my, on my, you know, on the windowsill in my, uh, in my kitchen. I do find, too, that, you know, I don't have a specific altar set up because I have a lot of people running through my house. So don't feel too, you have to have a a corner specifically dedicated in your home. You can have everything packed away, set it up when you need. But I find I look around, it's like, oh, this is a bunch of plants over here. And oh, look, I have candles over here. And I have, you know, crystals and little skull thing and seeds drying on my windowsill. You'll have little things all over. Mini altars that Mini altars everywhere. Yeah. You have mini altars everywhere. You know, your wind chimes, if you have them outside, just all kinds of things that happens and you don't even realize you're doing it. So take a look around your, your house. You might have been setting up mini altars all over. Yeah. And we, we realize have a, it. We have a fairly large altar in our home, but only because it's a spot in the home that can't really be used for anything else. It's an old mm-hmm. stairwell, which mm-hmm. is blocked off. So we use the stairs as our mm-hmm. altar. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for that, probably wouldn't have an altar in a home because we just don't have the room for it. Yeah. And you also also have to be careful with kids. If you've got yes. kids to have your altar set up, <laughs> yes. do you want that hundred dollar chalice busted by your kids, you yeah. know, playing in the living room. Yeah. You be careful of that sort of thing too. Yeah. And kids too. Children are always endlessly curious and they'll want to play with it and touch it and play with it. And maybe there's things there they shouldn't be playing with. Yeah. You don't leave your athame sitting out there. It's nice and sharp where your three-year-old can be playing with it. Yeah. Friend of ours, Oceana. Again, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm having flash memories of, of times past, but uh, we had children of a similar age. And there was a story, one of her children 
who uh, had taken some uh, one of the candles in the uh, and the light at uh, the Wanda Power off the <laughs> off the altar. Nobody had realized that just at the time, and so there was this mad running down the stairs. And she threw the wand of power at her. And she said, you shouldn't leave these things out where kids can get into them. <laughs> and and Oceana was like, oh, ran up the stairs. And there was a little fire under the bed. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yes, kids watch. They mimic. Yeah. And so be careful. Yeah. yeah. Like on our altar, there's three little toy goats. And every kid that's ever come in his house grabs those toy goods. Yeah. It's like, we have to put them back every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I guess that the conclusion here is maybe not from China might not be, you know, the sweatshops yeah. in China, but I won't lie. I do. My candles come from the dollar store. No, a, like I said, there's not necessarily holders. anything wrong with it. It's whatever works best for you. I think what I'm more referring to is like, if you look on Amazon and you find a beautiful cloak and it's like $30, it's like, there's a reason that's thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and it's, it's also not, not going to so be beautiful. as beautiful. Yes. Yeah, it's not going to be as beautiful as it looks. Yes. A slightly off topic, but since like Karen and I collect various oddities and objects, Atticus is huge into this. So his room is covered in various stones and crystals and rocks, yeah. and and he has a crystal ball in there. And one of the, this conversation reminds me of that story where somebody went into a store and it's like, yeah, I really want to buy this crystal ball. And the old lady behind the counter is, okay, whatever you do when you have to eat, when you're done using it, you have to put the cloth over it and make sure it's not visible to the light. And they're like, oh, is that because somebody can look back? And they're like, no, because it'll burn your house down. <laughs> <laughs> like if the light hits that, it'll, you'll die. Don't do that. <laughs> Very good. Well, look, thank you all very much for tuning in. We're always happy to be sharing with you. And um, if you have any questions or comments, you can certainly contact us on our Facebook page. And we are always looking for suggestions for new shows to keep things fresh and interesting. Hello, beloved listeners and patrons of Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. We would like to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude for your unwavering support of our podcast. With your encouragement, we have been able to explore and celebrate the rich and diverse world of paganism and spirituality. We feel blessed to have had the opportunity to share our knowledge and experiences with you. As we continue to grow and evolve, we invite you to join us on this journey and become a Patreon member of our podcast. Your contribution will help us to continue creating quality content and provide you with more exciting episodes filled with wisdom, insights, and a little enchantment. By becoming a Patreon member, you will not only support our mission, but you will also have access to exclusive content, behind-the-scenes goodies, discounts, and much, much more. Together, we can create a thriving and supportive community. To our amazing Patreons who have been there to support us through the past three seasons, Sybil, Josie, Catherine, Nicole, Amy Beth, Tomlin, Samantha, Stephanie, Chris, 
Ramos, Eric, Karen, Highland Horde, Danny, Tania, Sarah, Kay, Linda, and Jennifer. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of our three witches and a druid family. Let us continue to inspire and uplift each other, and may our collective energy bring light and love to the world. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Everybody take care, and I hope you're having a good summer. So until next time, everyone, merry meet. Merry heart. And merry meet again. Blessed be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.